Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 254, serious about success, question number two. Hey, my loves, I'm so excited to be here with you this week, and I am especially excited because just before I recorded this episode, two dos de more of my Miracle Mamas reached out to tell me they are pregnant. And one of them, oh my goodness, had been trying for six freaking years. Treatments, diets, lotions, potions, loss, I mean, heartbreak, I mean, fucking crazy. And she sends me an email today that she had her baby girl. So like, she didn't tell me immediately that she was pregnant. She just waited until the baby was born, which is freaking awesome too. And like, and I ain't mad about that. I'm not mad about it. And here's why. Because this isn't about me. It's about you. It's about you and your success. So whether these women are telling me immediately that they're pregnant or they wait until their baby's born to tell me or sometimes years later, I don't care. I'm just happy. I'm happy these ladies are having babies. And then the second one told me during one of our private coaching calls. So it's amazing. You know, I just get to coach some of the most just resourceful, extraordinary, big thinking, full of integrity, do what they say they're going to do, busting old paradigms, breaking free of generational curses, kind of women who are sick of their own excuses and are more committed to their baby than they are to their success. And then they start doing this work and boom, baby. Okay, so it's just, uh, I don't know. I just go absolutely bananas. Two ladies and their babies in one day. And the other woman, the second one was, was super interesting because she just finished Fearlessly Fertile Full Throttle in September, at the end of September, and she's pregnant. So she completed the program. And then in less than three months, she's pregnant. Like crazy. Like, so I really hope that you're picking up what I'm putting down. That these women, when they get their mind right and they just go after this baby with all their heart, not from a place of fear, but from a place of having a clear vision of what they want for their lives, boom, boom, it's crazy. So this is an amazing backdrop for the second question in the Serious About Success question three-part series. So we are in part two. And look, every single one of the questions that I am presenting here, they are straightforward, but intensely practical and frankly, pivotal to your success, which is why I'm putting these out in the world. You don't need to be asking super complex questions in order to change the trajectory on your fertility journey, but you do want to be asking questions that are hard hitting, getting to the core 
of what can be getting in your way on this journey. Because look, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast unless you knew at some degree, like at some level, that your mindset needed attention. If you actually believed that success on this journey was simply going to be coming through a pill, diet, treatment, lotion, potion, you'd go do those things and then you'd never listen to this podcast. But as we close into a million downloads of this podcast, hey, someone's getting the message out there, right? People get that there is this gap. And so you want to bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And mindset is a critical piece. So the second question that we are asking in this series is a simple one. Where are you selling your dream short? Where are you selling your dream short? And here's what I mean by that. You know, sometimes based on the kinds of excuses that we make. And in last week's episode, I was primarily zeroing in on the money aspect of it because it's super tangible and pretty much the most punk ass one of all because you can't make more time, but you can make more money. And it's probably the most heartbreaking one that people make because, look, there's money to be found everywhere if you're willing to do what it takes. And of course, like I asked last week, how about do you want it? So the other part of this is to ask, okay, where are you selling your dream short? Because you might be in a place where you're not even stressing about your age, but you're more stressing about money. And so you might be selling yourself short when it comes to your dream of being a mom by saying, you know what, I'm not spending more than $20,000. And like, huh? What? You know, like, where's that number coming from? Right? You've heard me talk about that before. So one of the ways that you might be selling yourself short is with some arbitrary number, okay? Particularly when it comes to money, because that's all fucking made up. You could also sell yourself short based on your age, right? You can say, well, shit, I'm 44 already. I'll give myself till 50, right? And that's totally made up as well. We create these, well, I couldn't possibly have a baby at 50. I mean, I'm going to be an old mom. And, you know, you, and look, I'm not here to tell you when you should have a baby, okay? I've seen women well over 50 have babies. It's fucking amazing. Does wonders for their lives, makes them so happy. It's beautiful, okay? Nothing wrong with that. But when you sell yourself short based on some arbitrary number, whether it's money, age, whatever, you are creating, you know, there are enough blocks that can get in our way on this journey. Like, why create more? So take a moment and really think, where am I selling myself short, okay? Am I using the number of times I've failed to sell myself short to put an arbitrary quitting point into this journey? You know, another way of putting this question is where am I sabotaging myself? Am I sabotaging myself based on my age, based on money, based on what other people think? You know, where is it in your life that you are currently creating artificial limits and thereby selling yourself short? You know, another place that I think is really interesting where women can sell themselves short is in their relationships. If I had a dime for every woman that was trying to do her man's math, right? Like, he's not going to go for this. You know, it's been really hard on him. It's like, that's your man, not your fucking baby, right? Like, hey, this is part of life. Shit gets hard. Why are you worrying about what he's going to think, right? Like, he's a grown man. He can take care of himself. Let him express. You know, if there's something that he needs to tell you or he's getting tired, he'll tell you, right? But don't insert yourself into that particular scenario. If he's getting nervous or whatever, 
he'll let you know. Okay, but you're also not responsible for how your partner feels. So he gets to be tired. But that has nothing to do necessarily with where you're at. Okay, there's no requirement in relationships that we feel the exact same thing that our partner feels at any given time. It's not required, nor is it necessarily healthy. Right. One of us is always a little bit more up than the other one. You know, there are natural ebbs and flows in relationships. So don't sell yourself short. Don't sell this dream of having a baby short based on what your partner thinks, right? Why would you do that? How is that an act of love, right? If somebody's struggling, that doesn't mean you need to struggle with them. You're better off having a clear head and a strong mindset to help guide them through it. You're not going to do it for them, but you get to be a leader and you get to set an example for what works in your relationship and how you as a clear-headed, strong woman who has no intention of stopping, she's, you know, bringing her baby home, you get to lead the way in that. Set the example. Show your husband or partner, like, how things are going to go in your relationship. And that doesn't require you to emasculate anybody or put somebody's balls in your purse. It just means that you're a good leader. And feminine leadership is wonderful. It's wonderful. You know, women leading in their masculine might be a different subject, But I'm talking about feminine leadership here and leading from a place of love, not domination or any of that other bullshit that you don't want to get involved in. Where are you selling your dream short? Really think about that. Where are you doing that right now? And one of the places to look, like if this isn't readily apparent to you, that's not a bad thing. You know, sometimes the way that we self-sabotage or sometimes the way that we sell ourselves short is so, it looks so logical that we can't see it, right? That's the insidiousness of our own internal limiting beliefs is that sometimes they're hard to detect. Sometimes they parade as reasonable, they parade as sensible and the smart thing to do when in fact they are anything but that because what they're going to do if they keep going unchecked is rob you of your dream. So where are you selling yourself short right now, mama? Think about that. Don't beat yourself up in this process. Just ask. Ask the question. You know, and if you're in a place that you don't readily have an answer, that's okay. But you do want to keep asking this. And and the other thing is, if it's not readily apparent, start taking a look at your behaviors throughout the week. You know, ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing here? Not from a place of accusation, but true curiosity. Because sometimes the way that we sell ourselves short is, you know, in through little habits. Like, are you are you watching videos or scrolling on Instagram or whatever at 1030 at night, 90 minutes past your bedtime? Right. And that just, you know, and you tell yourself, oh, I'm just trying to get myself to go to sleep and whatever. But you're actually selling yourself short because you're not actually keeping your commitments about going to sleep on time or whatever, right? Because us not keeping our commitments could also be a way that we sell ourselves short. This is a big question. But when you start looking for little signs, I mean, the excuses about time, money, and other people, those are a little bit more obvious because they're so so much more pervasive. But we're really looking for, you know, in addition to acknowledging those things, looking for the teeny tiny subtle ways that we sell ourselves short that on an individual basis don't mean that much, but cumulatively have a destructive impact. So what I mean by that is, hey, it's not a big deal if you're up past your bedtime once during the week. Okay, whatever happens. But if you catch yourself 
doing that every single night and you're not getting enough sleep and then you wake up hating everybody, exhausted, drinking too much coffee, taking in too much carbohydrate and sugar just to get yourself through the day, well, you know, you're going to pay a price. You're selling yourself short. You're selling the dream short. So take those things in, mama. Like, again, the whole objective here is to walk you through the kinds of questions that women who are serious about success are going to ask. You know, whenever I'm creating a big goal for myself, which I have over the course of the next few years, you know, I go, I always want to ask myself, okay, hey, how bad do I want it? And where am I selling myself short? And when you ask those questions with humility and a commitment to truth and a commitment to getting better, you can't help but get better. And look, the answers to these questions, like don't make them personal from the standpoint that you're going to make it an indictment of yourself. It's simply gathering information that's going to help you be more successful and more successful because you're less tolerant of nonsense, right? The excuses that you're currently making, the ways that you're self-sabotaging, the ways that you sell yourself short, you know, oh, my relationship can't withstand another IVF. Like, okay, what the fuck, right? You know, we create this kabuki drama all the time about, you know, things that are going on in our lives and and what can take this journey and what can't. And then we'll go on and tell people how miserable we are and start creating some excuses that we think are going to work on them later on because we give up on ourselves and we want to have a good cover story, right? Be mindful of that, too, because if you're already starting to figure out what your cover story is going to be for why you don't have a baby, because you don't want to admit that you gave up on yourself if you happen to do that, that's another way that you're going to sell yourself short. Why not, instead of spending all of your beautiful, precious brain power, instead of worrying about what your cover story is going to be, spend the energy to unfuck your mindset so you're not even playing around in that neighborhood of giving up or this doesn't happen for me. The idea that you're even entertaining that, well, is yet another example of how you might be selling yourself and your dream short. And if you want to stop doing that, I invite you to apply for my Fearlessly Fertile Method program. This is the program that you hear so many of these women talking about. You are going to learn what I taught all of them that has supported them in their success. Now, I'm going to be really clear. If you're just, you know, sort of curious and you just want to find out what this is all about, nah. Don't apply for this program because I have such an incredible goal of helping 100,000 women have 100,000 plus babies over the course of the next 10 years. Like dabblers need not apply. Okay. Just dabblers need not apply. I am only going to be coaching women that are absolutely committed to getting and staying pregnant in the next 12 months. I want you to achieve incredible success, and that doesn't come from hemming or hawing or, oh, I'll just kick the tires here. Nah, I am only coaching women that are ready to fly with the eagles right now that are fuck yeah on fire for this baby. And if that's you, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for an interview there. Our results speak for themselves. If you have any question about that, Go to my YouTube channel, check out my Instagram, pea sticks everywhere, baby. And if you want to be next, this is your chance because my methodology has helped women around the world make their mom dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves. We have the receipts 
And if you don't have a mindset for success in this journey, you got to gape and hole in your strategy, love. Let's fix that shit and set you up for success. Till next time, change your mindset, change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.